everybody. Smoking Lady J here, back with another Smoke Break with Lady J. How's everybody doing? I hope this podcast finds you doing well, and if not, I hope you're taking the steps towards becoming well. It's funny that that's become like my, one of my taglines, right? No one's ever said it, but like obviously that's one of my taglines. That's how I start most of my podcasts. And I say it to myself because even on the days when I'm not doing the greatest, I'm taking steps. Sometimes there's steps forward. Sometimes there's steps backwards. I would say that this past week, at least, I've taken a lot of steps backwards. And that can be defined by saying self-sabotage, um, staying in patterns that you know are not beneficial to you or your life or your well-being. You know that they're not helping you live your best life. And I've been making those decisions. There are days when I feel great when I feel like I have so much faith and hope and belief in the universe, in the fact that things are going to fall into place eventually, they're going to become what they are meant to be, and everything's gonna be just peachy keen jelly bean. And then there are days where I'm stuck. I'm stuck in my own head. I'm stuck in my own patterns. I'm stuck in my own stubborn, stupid fucking ways. And I get really fucking pissed. I get pissed off at the fucking world. And when I'm done being pissed off at the world, I'm pissed off at myself. Because I allow these things to happen. I allow myself to stay stuck. I allow the bad to overtake my mind. And I'm stronger than that. I'm better than that. I deserve more than that. And I can do more than that. But I stay stuck. I stay fucking stuck in the patterns. And I don't know what that's about, aside from self-esteem fucking issues of the wazoo, right? Not even knowing which way is fucking up anymore. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Aside from aside from my own shit. Like, I just have to get my own shit together. For years I've been saying it. And I just, I, I just don't even know. I don't even know anymore. I do, but I don't. So, each day is a new day. Start 
fresh to fucking have a new beginning to fucking do things the right way. And I've said it before and I'll probably say it again. And at the end of the day, it's what we do. It's what we each do day to day. Hour to hour, minute to minute, fucking second to second. It's on us as individuals to decide where we're going to go next. It's so easy to stay stuck though, isn't it? It's just fucking easy. Like people come to expect a certain behavior from you. So you just fucking go with it. You just fucking let it, let it hang. Let it fucking hang. I'm tired of living this way. Like I'm tired of fucking self-sabotaging and fucking making bad choices when I think I'm making good choices, but they turn out to be bad choices. The fact of the matter is I'm still struggling. I'm still in the funk. I'm still trying to fucking get the funk out of it. But nothing's going to change overnight. Nothing. It's going to take time. It's going to take vision and direction and goals and taking that notebook out and fucking writing down with the pen or fucking pencil, whatever you prefer. Maybe you prefer Sharpie. Fuck that shit. Sharpies bleed through paper. I like a ballpoint. And I just don't fucking know. I just don't. And I wish I did. I wish I had answers. I wish I had clear cut X, Y, and Z. This is what we do. This is where we're going to go. This is what we want. And I just fucking don't. Because I see no way out. I see no light at the end of the tunnel. And I realize I'm the only one that can change that. No matter what the outside forces are, no matter the dude or the fucking friends or your job, like, no matter what it is, it's on us as individuals on how we're going to go for it. And I suppose it's super easy to speak like that, to speak on a whole, to speak for fucking whatever. <laughs> but everyone is responsible on their own. And I'm trying, I know that sounds like unsure because I guess I'm unsure because as much as I think I'm trying, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Maybe I'm not focused and it's just time. It's just time to put the bullshit behind and move forward. You know, as far as love lives go, there's one dude, there's one fucking dude that I'm fucking interested in. And that's Lucifer. His name alone should be enough to be like, bitch, what are you fucking doing? But it's not. It's fucking not. Pardon me. It's not. It's not enough. Super unprofessional. My bad. Legal weed is fucking different than fucking the shit your cooks are selling you. Better than that shit. But it makes you fucking dumb. Makes you make bad decisions. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't. It's me. I make bad decisions. 
And I just don't know where to go, you guys. Like, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and I'm not okay with not knowing anymore. For a long time, I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay without fucking having a direction. And now I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not okay. <laughs> I am because I'm breathing. I'm living. I'm fucking working. I'm still doing my thing. But like, on a whole, <laughs> your girl is fucked up, y'all fucked up and that's nothing new same story different episode I've been fucked up for years years since childhood really haven't we all but I think the moral of the story is there's different levels of fucked up right and I'm at, like, a different level than, I don't know, like, I want to say it's different than ever. It is. It's definitely different than I've ever been before. There's a lot of changes that have occurred in the last year alone. So even just focusing on this past, you know, this past year, so many things have changed. So many things have remained the same even though other parts of it have changed. And it's hard to pinpoint it other than feeling stuck. <clears throat> I mean, I have felt stuck for a very long time, but this kind of stuck is very different. I've been, I don't want to say counting down the days, but like I've been aware that this time and my life was coming. My oldest daughter is turning 18 in about three weeks. And then after that, I'm turning 37. And it just puts a lot of things into perspective. She's going off to college. And I don't know. I just, I'm feeling so many different types of ways about it. And now that my youngest daughter's dad is not in the picture, I feel even more stuck. Like, for the longest time, I thought him not being in the picture would give me some sense of freedom. And in a way, it has, because there's no longer... Okay, so, as I'm saying this, it's kind of fucking up in my mind. Hmm. And I don't know how to explain it. So I apologize. Bear with me for a moment. For the longest time, I felt stuck because of him. Because I would never leave this area without his permission. You know, I would never want to take his daughter from him. And as of last year, the end of last August, when he decided to give up custody, I was handed that key. I was handed the fucking key to freedom. You can do whatever the fuck you want, LJ. You can take your daughter, you can fucking go anywhere in the world, and it's fine. However, now that that is here, and I say now that it's here, I mean a fucking year later, right? So fast forward a fucking year. Now that it's here, and now that my oldest daughter is leaving for school, I'm still kind of stuck. 
because my youngest daughter is nine. She'll be 10 in December. So even if I were to pick up and move, I just fucking go, right? Start over, start fresh, have a new life. Who's going to watch her? Who's going to make sure that she's okay when I'm working? You know, and that sounds terrible, but like, it's been the three of us. It's been me and my two kids. And my oldest has always had my back and it wasn't her responsibility in any way, shape or form. But she's helped me. She's been in fucking incredible as an older sister. She has fucking helped me. And now that she's graduated, it is her life. It is her fucking time. So I got to figure this shit out. So I got to start looking at a daycare and fucking after school programs and just thinking about other things. And while I sit here and I complain about my family a lot, without my family over these last five years, as much turmoil as I have found within my family, there have been a lot of instances where if it weren't for my family, I would have been fucked. And so it's just a lot to fucking consider. And I feel like I should have had it figured out by now. Like, I should I should already know. Like, the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. So, again, I wish I had some super underlying, warm and fuzzy fucking message for you, but I don't. I don't. I have real. I have raw. I have emotion. I have fucking anger fucking issues, I have sadness in my heart, I have no faith, like any faith that I had in anything has fucking dissipated, it's gone, because I've been trying to follow my heart while still listening to my head, and it has bit me in the ass time and time again. So I keep telling myself, I just need a fresh fucking start. But if the problems are internal, then no matter where you go on the map, whether it's the next state over, if it's across the country, if it's across the world, fucking go to Mars, do fucking anything. But those problems are still going to be your problems. You can't run from yourself. And maybe I'm afraid of the work. I know I've tapped into the spiritual side of things. I have a second degree certification in Reiki healing. I am attuned to universal life energy. Again, Reiki healing, attunement, being one, having the fucking light from above, below, being connected. I have that. I am attuned for fucking life. What have I done with it? Nothing. Nothing. And do you want to know why? Fear. I'm fucking scared. I am so scared to tap into that side of myself. Because every time I do, it bites me in the ass. It fucking bites me in the ass. Say I find happiness. Say I find the fucking holy grail of what makes my soul soar. 
And there's been times in the past few years where I have felt that, that way. I do get to that point. And it's always at that point where tragedy strikes. Always somebody dies. Somebody, something fucking tragic fucking happens. So I sabotage. I make sure that as soon as that little fucking bitter taste of fucking happiness comes along, I find a way to fucking to crush it. I'm crushing it. People that are my friends for over five years now that have proven time and time again through their actions and through their words. When it comes to my weakest moments and I'm ready to fucking fight the world, who do I go after first? The people closest to me. I push them away. I push people away before they have the opportunity to hurt me first. I throw the first fucking punch. And that's my own shit. Completely my own shit. Something Reiki healing would totally help me fucking heal. That's what it's there for. Healing. But with that, I don't know. There comes responsibility. There comes power. And I don't mean like in a disgusting kind of way power, but I mean like in an, an internal power. It's where you become bigger than who you are. You become bigger than what you've been given. You become bigger than the fucking sack of shit you carry on your back every fucking day. And I'm afraid of it. I don't fucking know why. I don't fucking know. I do, but I don't. And maybe this right here is the fucking universe telling me to get my shit together on a spiritual lever. level. Lever. 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 Did I mention that legal weed is fucking amazing? It's a lot. My head is swirling. Swirly, twirly gumdrops. And I just, I don't know. I wish I knew. I gotta figure it out. I don't know how to figure it out, as usual. I feel like this is the same episode from last week, so I apologize. And I do appreciate you guys for being here, for fucking sticking it out with me. The newcomers, thank you for fucking jumping on board. I will get it together. I don't know how or where, but I will. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. Well, I say I'm going to leave you with this, but I'm going to read it and then I might rant some more. But here we go. It's from the book, Course in Miracles by Marianne Williamson. And I'm sure it's something you've heard before, but it strikes to the center of my being. So here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, 
Our presence automatically liberates others. In that passage from that book, it does reference God. I myself... <laughs> All right, you guys, fucking hit that bowl. Hit that bowl. Hit that joint, hit that bone, do whatever you gotta do. Let's get on a different level. Okay? Two more minutes. Let me go. So it references God. I'm not against God. I'm not against religion. I'm not against spirituality in any sense of the form. But I don't necessarily believe in God. Okay? With my Reiki healing, you have to be able to turn over to a higher power. And that can be any higher power that you see. And I think for myself, because I don't believe in a God, so to say, it's hard for me to cling to the idea that there is a universal energy, that it's, that it's not just a God. I believe things happen. I believe in synchronicity. I believe in energy. Energy is real. It is, it can be felt anywhere. You know, wherever and whoever you are right now listening to this, you feel a certain type of way. And as you listen to that, I'm going to catch those vibes. I'm going to get them. I'm going to feel it in my heart chakra. I'm going to feel it in my fucking crown chakra. I'm going to feel it in my sacral chakra. I'm going to feel it all over. I, I believe in that. I 100% do. I don't necessarily believe in God. So that put up a wall for me when it came to taking my certifications, which is basically a piece of paper and some scribbles on my hands, right? Depending on what you believe. And it made me put it on a back burner because I feel like a phony. Because I don't know. And that's where the faith comes in. And this is the internal struggle, as always. And I, I assume it's not just me. You know, I'm sure there's other people that feel this way. But this passage is important to me because it is the light that I'm afraid of. It's not the darkness. Like, the darkness doesn't fucking scare me. I've seen the darkness more than you'll ever fucking understand. Just because I don't talk about every dark area doesn't mean that I don't fucking experience it. I've dealt with depression my whole fucking life. And I don't mean just fucking, oh my god, I'm so sad, I don't want to get the couch... I mean fucking depression. Like, let me slit my fucking wrists kind of depression. Let me take half a bottle of these fucking pills kind of depression. Let me try to drive my car off the fucking side of the road kind of depression. Okay? I've dealt with fucking darkness. So, when I do get to the other side of things when I do see the light and I do feel things falling into place and I do feel super fucking connected to people and places and things and things happen and there's numbers and there's animals and there's fucking signs all around at all times. And when I'm tuned into that, it's when I'm fucking scared. That's when I'm fucking scared. I started being on podcasts years ago. Don knows. What up, brother? You're the one that brought me into this world. I can't even tell you the first time I was on a podcast. 2012? 2011, maybe? So it's been a long time. 
So I've been speaking my truth here on this platform for a long time. And through that, I have learned in relation to this passage that I read to you, that when you share your story and you give it voice and you give it light, it is helping other people. I've experienced it myself on the other end as the person listening to the podcast. That's what opened my mind so much. Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, Tom Segura, Christina Pachisky, even though they're fucking funny as fuck, right? They're not always about the spiritual shit. But like, you know what I'm saying? There's, there is liberation in speaking your truth. And it's easy to do under a pseudonym, under a fucking Lady J, right? But if I ever want this to be big, if I ever want this to truly touch lives and make a difference, then I shouldn't be hiding behind some fucking false name, right? But I'm still scared. Because a lot of my truth is truth that people don't necessarily need to hear. My family doesn't necessarily need to hear that I was a mistress for over four years. They don't need to hear about my issues and my shit, right? And then again, if this coin had like 16 sides and I can explain every side to it, even if they did hear it, who fucking cares? This is my life, right? But I struggle. I struggle with it a lot. And no, this is not the only thing I have going on in my life, but it is a part of my life. The people I've met through podcasting, the connections, the comedy, the laughter, the fucking friendships, the tears, the pain, the divorces, the marriages, the babies. Shout out to Jamie and Brain. My first podcast. People. And then life changed, you know, and I just don't know. I just don't know. So I take this passage to heart. It's not about playing small. It's not about dimming your light to make others feel better. It's about standing proud and being who you are in all your glory, whether it's good or bad. It's standing up. And using your voice and hoping that maybe it will spark someone else's light that's gone out. Because I know there's a lot of us out there. I know there's a lot of us struggling. And I have to believe. And I have to have faith. Right? This is going to make a difference someday. It's not about the money that I could make. It's not about potentially being a fucking household name. Like, I don't care about notoriety. I don't care about being in the top five iTunes. And maybe I should. But for now, I don't. This is a tool for me. And for you, I hope. I mean, you're here listening. (laughs) So I'm hoping it's helping or adding some kind of value to your life. Otherwise, I'm sorry for wasting your time. But it is a tool. And it's just another aspect of my life that I'm really trying to figure out. So I hate to just come here and like spew bullshit. Like I realize there is an audience for it. I could just come here and tell dick and fart jokes and fucking talk about tits and ass and finger banging and fucking sucking dick. 
I do all those things. I mean, it's been a fucking long time since I've done any of it, being honest. But it would be easy to do that, right? But no, it's more than that. I know it's more than that. And maybe the answer is not meant to be seen just yet. Maybe for right now I just have to keep going and the struggle will be worth it. Will it be worth the reward in the end? You know, even if I can make a difference in one person's life, then this has been worth it. And I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep doing better. I'd like to say I'm going to do the best I can, but I know I have not been doing the best I can. So I'm not going to make promises that I can't keep. But I can promise that I will do better and I will be better. And life is going to get better because it has to. It fucking literally has to. Because at this point, it's either you keep fucking going, you keep fucking fighting, or you just fucking throw the towel in and quit. Take the fucking knife and end it. That's where I'm at. You either fucking pull the bootstraps up, put on your big girl panties and push forward, or you just fucking sulk. Fucking sulk into the darkness and let it fucking take over once and for all. And I'm not going out that way. I promise you, I'm not fucking going out that way. No fucking way. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a thought every now and then. Please don't call the cops on me and fucking ask for a wellness check. Because I'm being honest. I fucking have been dark. I've been really fucking dark lately. And then I'm like, nope. And you know why? Because I have two children. And even though I'm a mess, I know they would much rather have me here as a mess than fucking gone from their lives forever. Because I couldn't get my own shit together. It's not fair to them to ever even think that way. But I do. I do sometimes. And that's not the story I'm going to write for them. Even when some days I feel like that's the way my story is supposed to end. I can't, I just can't do it to my babies. Shit just got real dark real quick. (sighs) I'm fighting. I'm fighting for my fucking life. Every goddamn day. And I'm proud to say that I made it through another day. And I'm glad that you guys did too. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through the fucking suck. Okay? We got this. Keep going. Keep fucking going. I love you bad motherfuckers. Thank you for being you. Don't forget that you matter. All you have, here's what you have to do. This is my new theory. Identify the vampire 
in your life. Hmm. Find the vampire. Identify the parasite. Well, it doesn't have to be that you have parasites in your life. It is possible that you could have gotten lucky and there's no parasites sure. and you get off groovy. Sure. No, I'm not but, saying everyone's got one. But if you got one. If you're walking around with those fucking vampire blues, you've got the fucking heavy heart and you, and you can't feel right. happy and you feel bad... There may be an action that you need to take that you're afraid to take. That's the vampire. And you've got a fucking... Not name. even a person. Oh, no. It I mean, it's a situation. It, it I could, see what you're saying. Yeah, find the a, vampire in your life. Yeah, find the life-sucking situation that you're afraid to kill. And the reason I say vampire is because vampires only go where they're invited. And generally, the situation that you're oh, in, hilarious. you invited it in. You invited this thing into your life, and now it's sucking your life energy and your blood and your happiness away. Don't. And a lot of times, you'll try to believe, you'll try to convince yourself that this thing is not a vampire. But in your heart, you know you're a servant to a fucking bloodsucker. You're a Renfeld. This thing is like sucking your life essence away. Sometimes it's doing it with a trade. Quite often, there'll be a bad trade. You'll be, you know, whatever the situation you're in, you'll, you'll, it'll be, you'll feel like you're in the situation. You know, it's worth it. It's kind of bad, but it's totally worth it. This happens with jobs quite often, you know, where you're like, well, you know, but it's good enough. That's the vampire. You got to take a fucking steak and drive it into its heart. Two, how do you kill a vampire? Two ways. Direct action. You don't kill a vampire by, like, making up with a vampire. You don't kill a vampire by, like, having a sit-down talk with a vampire. You're not going to be able to, like, uh, you know, uh, make friends with a vampire. There's two ways to kill a vampire. One, you fucking, you know, uh, uh, put a stake in its heart. The other one is light, sunlight, truth, light. That's, it's the greatest metaphor of all time. You shine the light of you know, truth onto the situation fearlessly analyze it and then you'll destroy it you know because if you really allow yourself if to, you can act you gotta act the real problem with people is not recognizing the enemy it's acting on that enemy yeah that's the real problem that's it and that enemy being you know personal your personal demons your your yeah. personal jihad that's your it personal issue you gotta fight the beast mm -hmm. and it's and, and, yep. and you know what i mean it's like and everybody's you, beast is different chapter two of the bhagavad gita Arjuna's dejection. Arjuna is drawn between these two forces. He does not want to fight. He drops his bow, and God says to him, you've got to rise to the fight. Fight. You're a warrior. This is what you're here for. Fight. Fight. It's, be it's better to die. It's better to die in a righteous battle than go skulking off into the fucking woods and be a beggar. It's better to fucking do what you do when you're a warrior. you got to fucking do it, man. It fucking sucks. When, when you're drunk... And you want to throw up and you try to not make yourself throw up, just throw up. You'll feel better. You'll feel better in the end. When you're puking, it's going to suck because you're helpless and you can't breathe. Go through it, man. Fucking jab a fucking knife into the fuck. Not literally, of course. But yeah, you got to act and you got to make the big fucking decisions sometimes. And it's scary. If it wasn't scary, it wouldn't be worth anything. Yeah, for some people, <clears throat> it's almost like they don't know how to start. They, they know that there's action that they need to take in their life, but they're paralyzed trying to think about it, trying to figure out how to start. And they can never <coughs> gather up the courage to get away. It's like That's why a lot of people stay in abusive relationships. They don't, they don't have the courage to leave. Exactly, because it's scary, and it, and it, and it seems like it, you know, there's so many things that people will, like ideas people will create. They'll keep you trapped in whatever prison you're in. It's very similar to um, and not, I mean, what you're talking about in the UFC with these fucking fighters. This is a visual representation of what 
anyone can do in their life. But you, you're not going. Maybe not all of us are going to get obviously be world class fighters. They get in a ring in front of the entire planet and fucking knock someone out. But you have in your life right now, if you haven't already done this, there's you have the chance to be heroic. You have the ability right now to make a heroic act that could kill you. That's the thing. These actions, it's not always guaranteed that because you do the right thing, you're going to end up in a great place. You might end up fucked. You might end up, you might end up temporarily in a homeless, or you might end up temporarily jobless. If there wasn't risk associated with it, it you would have already done it. That's the point. You know, if there wasn't risk associated with it, it wouldn't be worth anything. You know, if Mount fucking, uh, you know, if the Himalayas were, you know, a little green grass-covered hill in a park, nobody would take pictures of them at the top putting a flag into it. It's the danger makes it heroic, you know? So sometimes you just have to fucking, I sound like Tony Robbins, take the leap, kill the vampire in your life. Kill the vampire in your life is a brilliant speech, dude. <laughs> 